Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for more 92.9 The Game Tonight. Let's keep it going now. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right. So what is it? What is the one thing that the Atlanta Falcons and specifically Coach Raheem and his staff need to do in order to convince you that you are fully on board with this regime. We're taking your phone calls at 404-726-0929 as we get our number two of the program underway here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And coming up in 15 minutes, Oren... Please remind our audience so eloquently as you did in the first hour what the definition of insanity is. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And I think that is a completely fair and accurate representation of what the Hawks did or did not do at the NBA's trade deadline, which came and went at 3 o'clock this afternoon. So 404-726-0929. What do the Falcons need to do in your mind in order to get this regime to a place where you are totally comfortable? We had great calls in the first hour, and I'll lay out a couple of examples, and I want to hear from you. What is your number one thing? The first one is pretty simple. Is it the quarterback? QB1. A simple, simple answer. They need to get a specific guy in here, and who is it? Don't just tell me they need a quarterback. Tell me who it is. Is it Kirk Cousins? Is it Russell Wilson? Is it Justin Fields? Is it drafting a guy at eight vis-a-vis a Jaden Daniels or maybe even trying to go up to get a Caleb Williams or a Drake May? Who is the guy that the Falcons would need to bring in at quarterback for you to sit back and say, okay, I'm good. I'm all in with Coach Ra and everything that his regime stands for. Is it – this is we got a bunch of calls on this as well. Identity. Is it establishing an identity for Coach Ra and his staff to say, this is what we're going to do on a week-in, week-out basis with this Atlanta Falcons football team? And basically come out here and say – We are going to establish our identity and make it so that we can be a team that wins on a week-in and week-out basis. Big O, what's it for you? Huh. Is it bad that the one caller who summed it up so perfectly with just the quarterback talk? Well, actually, I think – I don't think I could say it any better than how he said it. Just get a quarterback – Get a backup quarterback and start right there. All right, so then let's drill down a little bit. Who is the guy for you that we get this guy in here for the Atlanta Falcons, and you're like, okay, Falcons are good. 
and that therein lies it. Aha, therein lies therein the lies the rub. Is they therein like lies to the say. rub? I'd like to think. I'd like to think that Zach Robinson can come here and work some magic. If say a Justin Fields was here, if Justin Fields was here, maybe maybe we'll see that it was more a product of the coaching in Chicago that led astray whatever was led astray there. But coming here and 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 having solid coaching here in Atlanta would would instill some of the goodness that we know is there, I guess. And we'll see the the potential even, even with all the inherent risk of fifth year option, which we just found out this week is going to be like $21 million. That's not cheap. Yeah, and then you're going to have to pay him the contract, though. Everybody keeps forgetting that that contract is going to have to start probably with a two. It's just we're at, this, we're, we're at the point right now where the veteran quarterbacks that are out there on the market, because we heard what, what, what Terry said, this the idea of not going to a grocery store hungry. So not coming to the draft – with all of your needs, wants, and desires already known. Like, oh, the Falcons don't have a quarterback and they're coming into the draft. Chances are they're probably going to get a quarterback at some point early on. So, um, But does that matter? See, you raise a really good point there. Does that matter, though? Because everybody knows that already kind of anyway, right? Like, So basically you're saying if the Falcons don't sign a free agent before the draft, right? Like all eyes on the Falcons basically meaning like, we're going to try to milk them for everything we can in terms of assets to get back to trade up, right? Yes and no, but I think, too, what ends up happening is that, say, like Minnesota, who's rumored to want to move up in the draft to get a quarterback, too. Like, you open yourself up not to you and whatever your team is asking for, those demands being whatever they are, but some team knowing or understanding what your draft strategy possibly could be jumping up ahead of you and saying, hey – you're going to go and pick at five. We'll tell you what. What if we jump up to four and got ahead of you to get what you want? Because we want it, we want it more. So That's an interesting point. I didn't think about I, it I just, I feel better with the veteran. I say veteran, but the I guess the, the previous starting experience quarterbacks that are going to possibly be out there on the market this offseason – well, plus you got the rookie OC. The rookie OC, too. And, that's, I, and you know Raheem basically said now he's not going to be the kind of guy that's going to divide his attention in one place or another. He's going to divide and conquer by giving his staff the yeah. ability to do their job, which means Zach Robinson's going to have a lot on his plate, man. Zach's going to call plays on offense. Jamie Lake's going to call plays on defense. So Zach's going to have a lot of responsibility on his side of the football. It just, it's, I, th- I think it's still just Justin. Let's just – it's a higher ceiling, and the floor is lower, but I think there's a higher ceiling than what you would get, say, if you brought in a veteran like Kirk Cousins. Okay, here's my issue, though. What were the first two words of that sentence you just said? Higher ceiling? No, the first two. I think. I think? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Is it? Is, is the ceiling the highest with Justin Fields, or is Jaden Daniels going to come in here and be C.J. Stroud? That's the question, right? And I think that the floor is actually lower for Justin Fields than it is for Jaden Daniels. Because I think if Justin Fields comes here, oh, he's going to try to sling the rock. He's going to be on a – that man's going to be on a mission, for better or for worse, to say that the team that drafted me 10th overall 
doesn't believe in me. I flamed out. I didn't get a contract extension. So I'm going to come in here and try to be the next Cam Newton and be Superman. And is that something that the Falcons would benefit from? Is that something that a Falcons team, you could sit here and say, hey, that's the type of mentality I want for my quarterback. Yes, if you're Drew Brees and Brett Favre, but if you're Justin Fields, I don't know about that. All right, 404-726-0929. Good points from our man Big O there. Let's get to Dexter at 404-726-0929. Dexter, you're in the game. What's up, guys? Good evening. What's up, man? I'm like, I'm like, Owen. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, feel the VI there if you want to come. Get that man. Let's see what he got. I mean, we can't just picture what he did in Chicago. Chicago ain't had nothing. But, you know, to me, at the end of the season, start doing what he want, you know, what he needed to do. So I think that man could come in here and do what he needs to do with the, with the new OC. Let them get to know each other. That's what the offseason is all about. Let the boy come in and do their thing. Let Raheem do his thing. Let's get this team rolling. When we get when we come out that tunnel, when I'm sitting on my couch, I want to say that's my team right there. Yeah. Now we're ready. All right, Dexter, appreciate the phone call. 404-726-0929. What is the one thing that Raheem Morris and his staff needs to do for you to make you fully on board with this new hire? Is it like our last caller said and Oren said, bring in Justin Fields? Is it get yourself in a position where you're starting maybe four and two? I like to use six games the first third of the season as a good representative sample size. Is it take a specific player in the draft? If you do get Justin Fields, is it bringing in that edge rusher? What is it? 404-726-0929. To me, there hasn't been an answer yet tonight where I've said like, nah, that ain't it. Everyone calling in is making good points about the direction of this franchise and what they need to do. So I understand all of your concerns and I'm vibing with it. And, and I agree for the most part, but the, the interesting thing is going to be is out of all these things that we're talking about, right? What do they believe is number one, right? What do they as the Falcons, as I mean, believe is the number one thing that they need to do in order to get their quarterback situation and their entire franchise figured out. Maybe as Raheem said in the presser on Monday, We'll figure out the quarterback, but maybe for them, that's on the back burner right now. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but maybe they're thinking, man, we need to replace potentially Calais Campbell. We need to get a new center in here. We need to get another pass rusher in here. We need to get another cornerback in here, and let's start figuring out where those things are going to come from vis-a-vis the trade or free agency. And then when it gets closer to the draft, we'll figure out the quarterback. All right, 404-726-0929, 404-726-0929. Frank, you're in the game. Frank. Hey, they need to get Kirk Cousins, and I'll tell you why. You said they got to build an identity, right? Yep. Yeah. You don't build an identity. The identity is who's on the team already. They got two running backs. They got receivers. They need a quarterback that can get the ball to the receivers. They don't need anybody that can run the ball. Matter of fact, they should go to a two-back offense and put both Tyler Algier and Bijan in there. But the Wait, identity Frank, you don't is think there. A co- you don't think a head coach establishes the identity of the team he's in charge of at all? He coaches them up. You got to coach. You got to uh, play the ones you got. You got to play the cards you got. So yeah. All right. I appreciate the phone call four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Oh, I disagree with that, man. I don't agree that 
a coach doesn't set the identity of his football team at yeah, all. Yeah, look at Dan Campbell. Yeah, what mean, were those guys before Dan Campbell got there? And what are those guys after Dan Campbell got there? I know it was kind of a dark and gloomy cloud, but it was a winning one. Bill Belichick presided over that in New England for all those years. All right, Mike, you're up next. Mike, you're in the game. Yeah, I just um, – I'm not uh, – I don't think that I right now in my heart would want Justin Fields because I don't really feel that he's proven a whole lot. Uh, His offensive coordinator got a new job, but he hasn't really gotten a lot of accolades. Two, you know, if he comes around and all of a sudden he wants a big contract, are we going to do the Julio Jones thing now and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to give all this money to somebody and then we're going to, you know, it it didn't work out. I kind of feel like if we have this nucleus, and we have a coach, he has to be able to look at the chessboard and figure out the moves and where the empty spots are. And based on the kind of offense maybe that they want to run, then they have to find those people with the skill set who are committed to execute in that game plan. Now, if they think that Justin Fields can do that, then they have to make that commitment, and then they have to be accountable to those choices. The last coach made a choice to go with the quarterback, and it didn't really work out very well for him or the the Atlanta Falcons. So I think at some point, I think they have to decide what they want to be when they grow up, and they have to then commit to that and and stop buying pieces here and there and doing an a la carte menu, and then you never have this cohesive thing that works together. We had Tony Gonzalez, but we had no blocking, so we had to go short underneath. Then we had Julio Jones, but we couldn't go long because we couldn't let him run the routes because we didn't have any offensive blocking. It has been the offensive line and the defensive line that have caused us, I feel, not to really progress and I think that's where we have to shore things up, and that's just my personal opinion. No, I appreciate it. Great call. Great uh, take on that. But, Oren, you know what the funniest part about that is? You know what he just described? An identity. He just described exactly the definition of an identity of a football team. All right, great job on the phones. More of your calls coming up if you're on hold. Stay there. When we get back from break, our buddy Caleb Johnson's going to stop by the show. Why didn't the Hawks make a move? I'll tell you why next. Don't go anywhere. Sports Radio 929 The Game, Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. Come on. I wanted them to do something. Pick a direction, man. Orin, if I ask you, what is the definition of insanity? What is it? What is it? I believe it's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And with that, we bring in on the Wait4.com hotline, Caleb Johnson. Caleb, we had positive things to talk about the last couple of times we spoke, but my friend, they didn't do anything. I mean, am I now, uh, do I get to count as a fortune teller? Because, Chris, this is what I told you was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I I think I, I had tricked myself into this belief chris of there there's honestly as much as i thought this team was not going to do anything at the trade deadline i said you know but there's no way that you for weeks um mess with the the chemistry of this team by inserting rumors of a trade um and of, of course you know from an agent perspective Dejounte's camp could have put out there that he was the one interested in the trade. And, well, it's all likely that that's where it started. Um, But for us to hear that the Atlanta Hawks were the most active team making and taking phone calls at the trade deadline led you to believe that, well, there's no way that they're going to do this and then not trade the man because no good comes from that. All, All it does is cause division in the locker room and then you go, oh, wait, Chris, this is the same team that for three straight seasons, John Collins' name was in trade discussions, and they wouldn't deal him. And they waited until he was quite literally worth nothing other than we have to get his salary off the books and make a trade. Otherwise, you know, we're going to be stuck paying the luxury tax and, well, we can't do that because we're not good enough and we're not winning enough to be in that area. So that's I think that's kind of it, Chris, is this idea of, you know, I, I talk myself into maybe this time is going to be different because surely we're learning from our experiences, uh, but it's sort of feeling like maybe we haven't. Yeah, it's really unfortunate because the way we described it, right, they were literally at a fork in the road. Three prongs. Take the Mm -hmm. left side and add a piece. Make a run. Middle piece, do what they're doing now, which is basically just banging your head against the wall. And as I had Oren, and I have and will continue to do all night long, give us the definition of insanity, which is repeating (laughs) the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. Or on the right side of the fork, they could have made the trade, they could have pulled the trigger and did a quote-unquote reset. I know the franchises, not, not the Hawks specifically, all sports franchises don't like to use that word, but that's what it would have been. And at least we would have had some direction, right, Caleb? Now it's still sure. in this nebulous spot of, okay, are they good enough to maybe get the eighth seed again? Is that it? Uh, that... <laughs> Yeah, that's the uh, that's the high point. Like that's what you're playing for at this point. Um, you're you, honestly, if you if you're going about this without making any moves, 
Now what you should be focused on is figuring out, is Onyeka Kongwu a starting center? Um, because if he's not, then you're probably going to be in the market for that. It is not to say that Clint Capella is not uh, is not a, a quality uh, center, but that's a position that, well, I mean, through all of the, the trade discussions that I was hearing, uh, was it was a position that they were looking to upgrade. So it seems like, all right, are you looking for a backup center next year, or are you, um, you know, looking for a starter because you ne- don't necessarily believe Onyeka is that guy? That's something they got to find out the rest of the way. You've got to play AJ Griffin after this point because you've got to find out what you have in your second year guard who was having such a hot uh, rookie season. Fell off a, a cliff, to, uh, in, you know, an understandable bit as uh, what happens to a lot of rookies because the NBA season is longer than the college season. Uh, but then for you to switch coaches and for that coach to pretty much decide that he doesn't think uh, this specific player is quality enough to make the rotation, you need to find what you've got um, or, you know, or, or deal the guy. But I don't understand why you wouldn't have dealt him at the deadline. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know, it's just one of those, it's kind of frustrating where, um, Chris, you know, I've told you many times, I like to be honest with you, and I've seen a lot of the conversation around the Atlanta Hawks today going on this basis of, well, you know, guys, no deal is better than a bad deal. You know, well, we wouldn't want the Hawks to make a bad deal, and so it's actually best that they made no deal at all. Well, that's what losers tell themselves because that's what carries on this idea of, um, you know, I'm going to hold on to my magic ticket because I don't want anyone to take it uh, instead of going out there, making gambles and finding out what you've got. What we watched from the team uh, up the street uh, up here in, in Cobb County is the Atlanta Braves under Alex Anthopoulos have taken the tags off, as I've called many times, a lot of their prospect talent and found out, oh, okay, this is a good one. That's not a good one. This is this. This is that. And I believe it led them to winning a World Series and being a team that we think is one of the best in baseball this year. Um, For whatever reason, you know, the Hawks found themselves in a position where it was going to be very hard to make any deals without them losing out in some form or fashion. Uh, and they decided they didn't want to do that. And so as you bring up the idea, you know, you started off of what's the definition of insanity. Uh, this time around, the Hawks have decided that, well, if we stay pat, um, and then, you know, we'll do the easier option of we'll figure this thing out in the off offseason, um, and we'll, we'll hope that our fans don't get that frustrated with the fact that, uh, you know, we'll – we're a tenth seed now, and and we'll make the play-in hopefully, and then maybe we'll make a first-round playoff berth, and you know, and then we'll figure this whole thing out next year, hopefully. But it's one of those like what leads you to believe that we're not right back here having the same conversation a year from now. Talking all things Atlanta Hawks with the trade deadline come and gone here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, and that's the most frustrating part, right, Caleb? Because I want the team to do well. You want the team to do well. Oren wants the team to do well. Everybody out there listening wants the team to do well. But 
when you're forced to sort of look at it from a 50,000-foot view perspective, as a fan, you're saying, I, it's hard for me to justify saying that the franchise that I root for and I love is doing the best things in their interest to make the team better. And that can be incredibly frustrating, especially when you find yourself now for the third season in a row just scratching and clawing and fighting to hold on to a play-in spot. Well, it also makes our job a lot more difficult because we want people interested in this team, you know, like they're associated with us. And so we want them to do well. You know, we want the best for them. Uh, And that's why it's like I don't want to come out and say really negative things uh, uh, about, you know, this front office and this team in general. I want to say a lot of positive things. You know, when I took over, this beat was in, in 2021 when this team goes on. Uh, the run to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I thought, naively, I was like, oh, so this is what covering the Hawks is like? Like, man, this is going to be fun. Uh, you know, I, I didn't expect that, like, that was going to be the high point and it wasn't ever going to get any better. Now, obviously, you know, it's being very doom and gloom, and I kind of say that a little bit tongue-in-cheek. But this idea of, um, honestly, everything since that moment has gone pretty wrong for this franchise uh, because they have uh, evaluated talent incorrectly and they have been afraid to do the whole like, oh, okay, we messed up. And so now we need to come to terms with that, deal with the consequences and, and fix it. Um, You know, this franchise seems set on doing the whole, well, we'll, We'll tear down this piece, but we'll build it up in this area, and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll kind of mix and match and, and hodgepodge this thing together. Um, when, you know, when I told you we talked a couple weeks ago, it was like I don't like saying it, but they kind of need to tear it down, and they can, you know, maybe not call it a rebuild and call it a retooling or whatever, however you want to phrase it. Um, but you needed a a new direction because the current direction is. Uh, we're just kind of meh. We're and and not even as good of a meh as we were in the past. Um, I, I think the the confusing thing is obviously what we've seen from this team in the last week. Um, where you know, how about the fact of uh, in that Boston game? Like there there's plenty that you could go. Well, you know, they lost, uh, but that's the top team in the Eastern Conference right now. You were missing Clint Capella and Dejounte Murray, two starters. And you had one of your starters coming off the bench and DeAndre Hunter, and you were competitive for pretty much the entire game. So there are parts of this that are obviously working, um, but you know, to, to figure out the whole thing, I feel like if everyone was honest with themselves, it is an upgrade in talent. And so if you can't upgrade the talent immediately, then go trade for some draft picks that you can in the future and at least – you know, sell people on the future. Um, But I think it's getting hard for people to buy into the future when we're like, okay, well, the pattern is that we just kind of keep it at status quo and that just one time we lucked into, you know, an Eastern Conference final and, you know, maybe we never make it back there. Um, But, uh, yeah, that's that's me being a bit doom and gloom, honestly, but that's just kind of – feels like Chris where the situation is. Yeah, it's it's hard to find the the positive spin other than what you just mentioned about the team being competitive in this recent stretch against some of the best teams 
in the NBA. But, all right, let me ask you this, Caleb, and my answer right now would be no. But do you think, because, and I'm not talking about this from even the Hawks' perspective. I'm talking about this from an NBA perspective. We just saw it with Dame Lillard and his trip now to Milwaukee. Eventually, Trey Young is going to get to a point where he's going to need to be able to make the most of his career in the NBA. Do you think there's any fear about wasting what is the best year of his career in now three years in a row? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that has to exist. Um, you know, I've I've been very upfront that from every every bit of information that I've gathered. Uh, that Trey Young does not want to leave this organization. And I think that might be surprising for a lot of people. And I think on the flip side, uh, I think if Hawks fans are truly honest with themselves, they don't want this guy to leave the franchise. Because, you know, you you can say whatever you want about uh, maybe he is, he is an imperfect star because, you know, maybe you would like the guy instead of being six one to be six eight and you know, have a different skill set, a couple of different areas. Um, but he is a really, really talented basketball player who makes this team a lot better and is a recognizable star in this league. Even if he got, does get disrespected when it comes to the all-star game and that sort of thing, I think some of that blame is on him. And some of it, what we're seeing right now is I think him doing a little bit of of damage control and trying to fix that image. And I, and I hope that this all-star uh, weekend is is a part of him doing that, um, but yes, in that it, you know to to answer your question, like if if this franchise doesn't prove to Trey that they are about fixing this, or if they've proven to him over you know the the idea of like, well clearly you guys are incompetent at this and aren't doing a good job. I need to go join someone who you know who is going to be better at this. Um, then they're going to be in a mess. You know, I feel like we, we look around and, you know, are seeing uh, other teams who, who have traded their star and how they're trying to put this thing together. And the first one that comes to my mind is Pascal Siakam up in Toronto. Um, like Toronto is, is hit, hitting the, you know, rebuild button pretty hard. Um, and, the talent that they've traded for, at least in the short term, hasn't looked like it's working out very well. Obviously, we'll know in the future when it comes to the picks and what they might be able to turn that into. Um, but, uh, you know, the obvious is that, that picks are are risky, um, but it's it's part of the rebuilding process. And I think, um, I think we could get, honestly, at this point, an off-season of nothing happening – is leading towards either a, a trade deadline of next year or the following off season of Trey asking out. Um, I think it's really hard to trade uh, a star, you know, that is kind of making that max money, but uh, at the deadline, I should say, um, but that doesn't mean that it can't necessarily happen. Uh, it's just a, it's a, it's a really weird time uh, that the Hawks, now that they decided not to make any moves at the deadline, are going to have to show us something and show Trey something in the offseason. Otherwise, those rumors and reports are, are definitely going to stir up. All right, Caleb. Next time we talk, hopefully we are talking about another three- or four-game winning streak and not what we just talked about for the last 15 minutes, my friend. <laughs> Enjoy your evening, sir.
All right. You have a good one too, man. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll get off my soapbox. All right. Caleb Johnson there, our Hawks reporter, breaking down what is a very interesting day in Atlanta Hawks land. We'll see what they do with the team running it back. All right. Coming up next, I'm not going to ask Oren to give me the definition of insanity again just yet, but I will ask him to give me six questions in a producer six pack. Don't go anywhere. Back with you in five. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tough times, Atlanta Hawks fans. Tough times, but still got half a season left. And, you know, seven games under 500, 10th seed. It's not insurmountable, but I don't think dreams of a top four, even a top six finish would be realistic at this point. But, hey, hopefully Quinn and the guys can prove me wrong. We shall see. Appreciate Caleb Johnson for jumping on, as always. Chris Thomas with you until 10 o'clock this evening on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Oren, before we get into your six-pack, somebody hit me up on the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line at 404-726-0929. They said, we got to get Joe Patrick one of those old-school iPods with 10,000 songs on it so we can get No, him. He, he's not even worth the iPod. We got to get him a Zune. You got to start slow. got to get him a Zune. Got to get him a Zune. For those who missed it during our interview with Joe Patrick in hour number one, Oren, what refresh the audience's mind. What did he say about music? Sometimes he goes days without listening to music. And also that he's not a big music guy. And 30 oh, songs on a playlist? He, yeah, he has like a generic whitewashed playlist that's like comfortable music for the car that he, anyone will agree to. He says that his playlist has one album. And this is the part that, like, albums have more than 10 songs. So he just has like literally just one album on a listing device i'm just one album there's like the top two hits by like bruce springsteen billy joel maybe outcast because we're here in atlanta um you know like maybe like a pop variety like hand clap by fits in the tantrums just 
agreeable car riding music for Joe Pack. I don't even think it's that. I think it's a compilation CD. One of those. Now this is what I call music. He's got one of those. It's, oh, it's got to be that. It's got to be that. You know they still make those. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they even do genres now too. Now that's what I call music. Four hundred and seventy-three, featuring all the hits. After four hundred and seventy-two of them, have we not determined what is music now? Now we have to determine. Now this is what we call music. And what was the other one? Oh, Kids Bop, where the kids little Bob, kids yes. sang all the clean versions of all the dirty songs. When those we were are hilarious. Up. By yes, the way. yes, they like, are. I, I know what. Oh no, you can't. You can't fool me, little little Brenda, little Sean. I, I know what you're saying. Here's bombs over bag. Dad by Kids Bop. All right, with that said, let's get to a six pack. Six questions, six chances to produce greatness. It's time for the producer six pack on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. All right, much has been made the last couple of days with some comments from one Tom Brady confused as to why Bill Belichick did not land a job this offseason. Also, Diana Rossini had an interesting report in The Athletic that Mike Vrabel's size was intimidating. Too big. Too big to people in a front office to where, hey, maybe that guy just – his presence is just too just, just commanding. Like, I don't think we want that in our front office. I don't think we want that to happen. I will say this. Picturing – so we – every time we're at State Farm, we have our buddy Steve Coonan on. Yeah. Picturing him standing next to – Mike Vrabel having a conversation. It's a very funny thought. Be a real, uh, what, twins, DeVito and Schwarzenegger yeah, effect right there. Yeah, exactly. That being said, that being said, there are two assistants who turned down jobs this offseason and went back with their original teams, Bobby Slowick and Ben Johnson, and you got Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel also without jobs. Which one of those coaches gets a job first? Yeah, I think whatever coach is the first one to be fired in season will be replaced by Mike Vrabel because I think he's going to go on TV or go on a podcast and do something weekly to remind everybody, oh, yeah, he's a really good coach, and he's got the right mindset, and he's hungry as hell to come back and prove everyone wrong that what happened in Tennessee shouldn't define him, and that's why actually he was my first choice for the Atlanta Falcons head coach. So I'm going to say with a bullet, Mike Vrabel. I got you. Uh, Rob Palenka made interesting comments after the trade deadline was over with, basically saying that uh, you can't buy a house that's not for sale in regards to, I guess, whatever calls that the Lakers made, inquiries, however you want to put it. Uh, a lot of those seem to be maybe cast towards the Hawks and DeJounte Murray possibly on the move. But the Lakers do have access to three first-round picks this offseason three first-round picks that they did not have in season. So my question to you, sir, one, maybe even two of those first-round picks are going to find their way to the Hawks in a swap for DeJounte Murray this offseason. Well, that was going to be my question. Well, what do, you, what do you mean the house wasn't for sale? Clearly, DeJounte Murray was for sale, was he not? Were you just not willing or able to pay the asking yeah, price? You for didn't said bring house? a big enough briefcase yeah, full of money. Yeah, Caldwell Rob Banker, Palenka. you know, sold you short at the end of the day there. Um, so I think that's a little bit of uh, chicanery and trickery and tomfoolery from Mr. Rob Lowe lookalike himself there, Warren. There we go. Um, Kobe was honored tonight outside of Staples Center with a statue. His wife in a very touching ceremony, and they pulled the curtain down, and they showed the statue of Kobe Bryant. Is there a current Atlanta athlete 
that will end up with the statue outside of their respective stadium? Ooh, good question. Um, current Atlanta athlete that will wind up with a statue. Uh, well, considering Ronald Acuna wasn't a part of the World Series win, I mean, like he was obviously, but he really wasn't in terms of the day-to-day games. Right now, I'm gonna say no. I don't because I don't see Trey Young winning a title anytime soon. Maybe Bajan Rob. I mean, you don't make a statue for a running back unless you're Barry Sanders or you know Ladanian Tomlinson. Could he be that? Maybe. Could it be the quarterback that they bring in this season? Possibly. If, if Jaden Daniels it and he works plays out. for 15 years here, maybe. But right now. Uh, I'm going to say no. Is there anyone you think I'm leaving out? There is one I am thinking of, but there's a couple caveats and conditions. I think if the Braves win another two World Series titles and Max Fried is the ace on those teams, because Max was the guy who closed out the Astros in game six of the 2021 World Series, if he's still here, but – main part there being if he's still here, one and two. The Braves didn't give statues to Maddox and Glavin and Smoltz and all those guys. They're in Shrine in Cooperstown, but they didn't they didn't get the statue treatment. So maybe it's it's different if a guy wins or is the ace on three World Series championship teams. But then again, it's if the Braves decide to extend Max and he's here, you know, the better part of the rest of his career. Sounds like a bit of a stretch to me there, Bob. Yeah, a little stretch. Yeah. All right. Um, Sunday Super Bowl. True or false? You're going to switch it up a little bit here. You can name this person, too, if you would like. But Sunday Super Bowl will have a non-quarterback MVP. False, and it will be Patrick Mahomes for the third time being your reigning Super Bowl champion and MVP. Hopefully I didn't tip my hand there. What if Kelsey has another performance where he has 11 catches on 11 targets and two? Th- like maybe Patrick's yeah, numbers aren't great yardage wise, but the line share of receptions and completions and yards and touchdowns go to Travis Kelsey. The last non quarterback was who? Julian Edelman? Oh, I gosh. Believe. It's got to be, right? Yeah. Back in that Super Bowl. I think that was the Super Bowl that was here, right? That was 2018, you are correct, yes. Um, I might be forgetting one, but uh, yeah, but I'm still, like if, if you're saying like you have to pick one, like I'm still picking If you were to pick one, one, though, pick one, who would it be? Okay, well, Kelsey's the obvious thing. It's Kelsey or McCaffrey. I think those are probably the two obvious answers there, but um, if I still had to pick one above all else, give me the guy that sounds like Kermit the Frog. There you go. Um. Over under the number of wings you're going to eat on Sunday? Uh, probably zero. Oh. Yeah. You're going to stick to the plan on Sunday? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do anything crazy on Sunday. Okay. Um, not for any particular reason. Uh, just usually my crew that I – so my crew that I usually do Super Bowl with out in Canton, shout out to the Divine family, they just welcomed in their first grandchild. So they're sort of like on another planet right now. That's what it, happens, yeah, yeah. When it comes to like any when life, so I'm gonna let them do their thing, and uh, I'll just hang back this year. I'll probably go to a bar or something and watch some of the game there. But yeah, I don't think I'm gonna do anything crazy. I'll probably eat something a little yummy. But if I had to choose, like 
I would prefer like a big plate of like nachos all the way or like um, sliders or like mac and cheese with some crumbles on top. Like there's a bunch of other apps I'd go to first before I go to wings. Like don't get me wrong. Like don't come at me on Twitter at C Thomas Radio. Chris and, hates yeah, wings. Call me a wing hater. I like wings as much as the next person. It's just there are other apps that I like more. Fair enough. And the final question, this one has two parts, two parts. So I need uh, a sports and a non-sports. So the one sporting event or, excuse me, and, excuse me, and the one lifestyle event. So this can be a concert event, uh, a festival, um, a film festival like the yeah, like yeah. can or something like that. I already know the answer. Sporting event and lifestyle event you'd go to if you were able. Yeah, I already, this is uh, easy for me. Number one with a bullet is Red Rocks Amphitheater. Um, okay. To see a concert. Okay. Um, one of, if one of my favorite DJs were playing there, which they have many times, but I just haven't been able to go. It's pretty expensive um, for that to like for just a weekend trip. You're talking like. Probably at least fifteen hundred. Yeah, which is like that's you know, it's a car payment or that's you know, rent <laughs> for people in our position or in that's that's you don't just get to do those sorts of things on on, on a whim if at yeah, all. I'm just gonna take a trip out to yeah. Red Rocks for a couple of days. Nah, it's more like yeah, I'm gonna go to the lake or I'm gonna go to the beach. That's basically the extent of my vacationing right now. Um, and then the other sporting event, uh, probably Dodger Stadium. Uh, Chavez Ravine because I've heard it's really gorgeous out there. Okay, and I'd like to go see a baseball game. Maybe if uh, the Yankees go out there to play the Dodgers on a West Coast trip, I think that's where I'd want to go. What about you? Uh, the sporting event. Um, this is gonna sound weird. Maybe, maybe not. But I want to go to the either uh, like Wimbledon, like one of the fancy tournaments, tennis tournaments overseas, or the Kentucky Derby and get all fancy dressed in my seersucker and my fancy hat and go drink mint juleps out of silver cups and be really fancy. I I wouldn't I don't know if I'd want to do the uh, the infield. I think I want to be up in a box and be hoity polloity with it one. And then two um never been to Bonnaroo. Okay. Would love to go to Bonnaroo. It's close. Would love to go to Bonnaroo. It's also ridiculously expensive. You also know, you know too, what's yes. funny? One of my buddies is a visual lighting tech for festivals. Uh-huh. That's what he does for a living. It's pretty sweet. And usually he can finagle some cool comps for me. He can't for Bonnaroo for whatever reason. They're pretty strict about that, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I was looking to price it out because I haven't seen him in a while. Maybe go out there and meet him. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, not happening. Again, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that'll be about $2,000 between oh, man. tickets Food and lodging, lodging over, yeah. have to rent a car for a couple of days. Like, no way, it ain't happening. All right, oh, great job on the producer six pack. Let's open up the phones one more time tonight, shall we? At 404, this is a great song, by the way. 404 726 0929. What is the one thing? This is what we've been talking about all night long. Took a bunch of great phone calls earlier in the show. Let's do it one more time. 404 726 0929. All right. What is the one thing the Atlanta Falcons need to do, Raheem Morris and his staff, to get you fully on board? Is it draft a specific quarterback? Is it sign a specific quarterback? Is it instill a type of identity and culture that you want to see? What is that identity? Run the ball, toughness, defense. What do you want to see? 
What is the one thing? Is it a hot start? Four and two, three and three, maybe five and one. We used six games as the example earlier. What does the record need to be? Give me that one thing that you need to see to be like, all right, we got our guy. I'm fully on board. I'm comfortable. Let's go. 404-726-0929. Your calls when we get back. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 